This is kind of a welcome back. It's been a long time. And I'm just going to flat out say that this is probably the hardest episode of this podcast that I'll ever have to record. Um, So while I normally do a nice long cold open, I'm going to get this out of the way while I can and say that I'm Jeff and I'm here with Colleen. Say hi, Colleen. Hey, everybody. And um, it's a pretty difficult podcast for her as well, so I'm really um, grateful that she made the trip into the studio. Um, But we've been off the air for uh, quite a while, over a year. And um, the reason for that is that my counterpart, uh, Adam, who did almost every episode of this show with me, um, unfortunately is no longer with us. And that's been a really difficult, um, just a really difficult journey to accept um, and to uh, come to terms with. You know, the grieving process is, is different for everybody, of course, but it's just been... Yeah, I, it's it's hard to describe. Um, but the reason that we are here is because this show is going to be coming back. Um, I've gone through a lot of soul-searching about how I wanted the show to come back, and it just wouldn't make sense without first acknowledging and honoring um, Adam's presence, contribution, um, what he's meant to me as a, uh, as a content creator, as a creative, as a friend, um, what he has meant to the world. So that's kind of what we're doing here. And hopefully, um, by the time we're done, you'll get a sense of how important Adam was or, and still is actually, to the end of a species family and to just the greater planet overall. Um, Truth be told, I would trade any one of your lives for his in a second. Um, And if you're offended by that, it doesn't really bother me. So, so yeah. I did owe that. Yeah. Um, So with that said, uh, I just want to get started by saying, uh, just giving a little background. Um, I've been interested in content creation for a really long time, but, um, you know, I don't, never had the benefit of time. Uh, work has always been something that comes first. And, uh, when I started getting the bug to create, um, whether it's streaming content or podcast stuff, or even just to do it as a hobby, um, Adam was one of the first people that said, yeah, let's let's do that. That's uh, sounds like a great idea. And not only did he um, jump full force into doing it, it wasn't the end of a species podcast. If you look up grasped concept on YouTube, you'll find like a couple of like pre us episodes that we recorded and put up on the Internet just messing around Um but he always pushed me to like keep going and not like just let it fall by the wayside. Um, and so, in a way, this show wouldn't 
be here if it wasn't for Adam, regardless of my role in it and um, anything that I may contribute to it, just because he was the driving force behind like me getting behind a microphone, putting together um, episode ideas, contributing ideas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I think I'll pause here to uh, give you an opportunity, Colleen, to like just un- and, you know, actually introduce yourself <laughs> and um, give us some of your thoughts on that. Sure. So uh, I'm Colleen, and I know you guys probably are like, who's Colleen? Why is she on here? Um, I'm Adam's wife. So typically you'd hear stories, and sometimes I pop into them like, my wife got us group two, if you guys listen to the Disney episode, so um, for uh, for Galaxy's Edge. But uh, Adam really loved End of a Species, and I, uh, I agree with Jeff. I think that, you know, Jeff came up with that idea, and Adam was like, yeah, let's go. But when Adam does something, he goes all in. So there's mm-hmm. like, you know, never a time where he like half asses anything. Can I say asses on here? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Prior to um, Prior to this episode, the amount of... Um, Now, uh, full disclosure, I'm going to try to clean up my language a little bit um, in the future, but the amount of fucks and shits that uh, that were uttered in this very room is off the Richter, so. Gotcha, and I will say that, uh, unfortunately, grief takes away your filter, so I will try (laughs) to keep them off the air, but they may slip out, and I apologize in advance. So, um, but I wanted to say that Adam really loved it. Um, and in a way, I've been lucky enough to listen to iterations of this podcast for 14 years. Um, I met Jeff and Adam 14 years ago. And from early on, a lot of their conversations, a lot of their back and forth were, you know, their views on a variety of topics. Um, and uh, some of the great banter you guys have probably come to love. Uh, I've been lucky enough to hear for a really long time. So it was really cool for them to share it with the rest of the world and all of you. Which is weird because we're both such jerks. <laughs> on so many things um but yeah it was it was a lot of fun um all of us even before the show just sitting around and talking about nonsense which i think is uh you know great um so with that said um it actually brings up something you know I say we are jerks, but it's really just because we, I don't think either one of us has, ha, has a filter, um, at least not a good one. And so there were a lot of times um, where I would say something just because it was the thing that came to my head when I was mad about something. And usually it had something to do with gaming or, you know, the fuck GameStop thing or something like that. Um, but... I don't think there's anything like Adam when he was on a run about something that really just even annoyed him or irked him. There were many times where I had to say on this show, don't write emails because <laughs> we don't read them. And we would get a couple um, and I would just delete them. But, you know, there were certain things that like he would say, you'll probably hear some of the lines that I picked out later in this episode. Um, But 
were there any that stuck out to you as far as things that he would say on the show? Um, and I know we've talked about this over the past. I mean, it's been over a year now. But um, I know there's some stuff where, like, even the listener won't get the depth of it. But, yeah, talk a little bit about that. Sure. So I will say this about you guys. I agree. I don't think you guys are jerks at all. I think you guys are two of the best people I've ever met in my life. Um, I think that, uh, you know, you guys are unapologetically yourselves. You guys don't do what a lot of the rest of the world does, which is, like, sugarcoat sugarcoat what you guys talk about. Mm -hmm. It just what is in your mind is what comes out um and a lot of times you guys don't even mean to be but it's incredibly entertaining especially for someone who does keep a pretty firm filter on most of the time uh it's just incredibly enjoyable so um i will say like the cbd one that you guys said in one of your episodes um for example, my husband and I had kind of a running joke about like how CBD was going to go into everything because that's just the way the world is going and like not knocking it. I know that there's ab- absolutely like proven medical uses for it, um, but it really tickled me when I heard we're adding CBD oil to gasoline because it will make your car feel better. Like things like that just totally mm-hmm. tickled me and like it had context to what you guys were talking about, but it had depth and layers to things that like I understood and like knew about outside of the podcast and I really appreciated how you guys tied some of those kinds of things in and something for the listeners to know there we ne- rarely I, I don't think there was ever a point where we cut anything out of an episode but I know <laughs> that our filter as horrendous as it was was slightly adjusted just to get us to stay on track because we could go on tangents um Anything you've heard on this show is kind of mild compared to how we talk outside of being in front of a microphone. I can attest for that. And I will say uh, Adam Rance and specifically Adam and Jeff Rance, they're one of the top five things I miss the most about them. So I, I definitely I enjoy them. You know, sometimes they're uh, venting out of frustration. Sometimes they are meant to entertain, uh, but they are always fantastic. Yeah. Um, I will say I'm not a particularly social person and by that I don't mean that I don't socialize uh there's just a very limited amount of people that I social that I'm comfortable socializing with and um Adam was one of the people that I could just you know it, it there's a there's a superman moment that um I think about often when I think about Adam and it's this moment where Superman is making a speech about how he always walks on eggshells and he feels like the world is made of cardboard and he's scared of breaking anything and um, he's fighting Darkseid and he says that this is a rare opportunity for him to cut loose and then he proceeds to you know do a Superman thing and that's without the fighting that's kind of what it felt like to talk around Adam because you know I could just say whatever and there's no uh fear of judgment or retribution yeah we made fun of each other but not in a way that it was like whoa why did you say that now I'm offended and blah 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 so it's the same thing with what I hope to carry on in the legacy of this show is, you know, if you hear something you don't like, don't write an email. Um, I actually don't care. Um, I can attest. I've sent him emails. He doesn't respond. <laughs> it's it's 
it's not something I'm interested in. It wasn't something Adam was interested in. Um, the The whole idea behind this podcast was to highlight the fact that uh, we don't we don't have nuance anymore. We don't have common sense anymore. Um, we don't respect each other anymore. Um, I know one of Adam's biggest uh, pet peeves was the fact that sometimes people will say they're going to do something even though they know they can't and then they don't get to it and he would prefer if you just told him that you can't do it so he knows he has to do it himself and that's just one of many things that goes on where it's like just show some common sense but at the same time Adam was you know, the dichotomy there is that he was also very, almost to a fault, kind and um, would always try to help people even when, in a lot of cases, they may not deserve it. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when you talk about the broken promises, you guys probably heard some of it in the Tile Saga, the three part mm-hmm. episodes there. Um, and some of the other things that came in and out. And um, I know you guys don't get to share in like what his profession was, but um, absolutely, I think that, uh, you know, he, he tried to do the right thing by everybody, uh, whether he agreed they deserved it or not. Adam had probably the strongest moral compass of anybody I've ever met. There was like a true sense of like right and wrong, um, but that didn't mean that he couldn't poke fun at things or like, you know, talk about, why he felt like, you know, certain things were right or wrong or, um, you know, people, like you said, didn't deserve the help. It didn't mean he didn't help. Um, you know, Adam, I think, is is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Um, you know, I'm really fortunate that I got led into your circle, Jeff, that I got to be, like, one of the few people that are in that circle that you, um, you know, call a friend. And, um, you know, I think that over the years... Uh, you know, I think sometimes it started out like you trying to help Adam meet this or hang out with this girl that he really, really liked. And that's kind of where our friendship was forged out of. Um, but also I think our friendship has become really genuine over the years. Um, and you've had my back, uh, through all of this, especially, but just over time. And as far as, uh, as far as Adam, I think that, uh, you know, I knew he was your best friend in many, many ways. Came out in the podcast. He came out in life. Um, and it even came out when I was like resetting security questions um, through all of his stuff uh, after he passed. Um, and all of the answers to like, who's your best friend? It was you. So like things like that. Um, you know, I love that you guys got to share a little bit of your friendship uh, with the rest of the world and your viewpoints and uh, get them to see it through your lens. So like while you guys say that you guys are jerks or whatever, I totally disagree. I think you guys are two of the nicest people in the world. Uh, and if people aren't in your circle, it's their fault, not yours. Yeah, um, and Star Wars. And Star Wars, yeah. We both love Star Wars. Um, both love comic books, video games. Um, that's, you know, I, I say relationships shouldn't be uh, primarily founded on shared interests because... If there's if there's two of me that think the same thing, that's boring. We're just gonna be parroting each other. So, you know, varying degrees of opinion is important. 
But it does help when somebody understands the Jedi code. And it does help when um, you can win a Star Wars trivia night and uh, pose on uh, Instagram for a, for a picture. It, you know, all of those things help at least get the conversation going and put it into context. Um, I know the two main things that Adam and I had like complete opposite opinions about are uh, whether or not Birds of Prey, the uh, the Harley Quinn movie, was horrible or just meh. Um, I was in the meh category. He was in the uh, it was terrible. I think we were both in the it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, and um, the the eventual. Uh, fate of Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi, where I was like, yeah, I appreciate what happened with the character. But uh, Adam was like, yo, this is my childhood hero. What the hell? <laughs> you know? Um, but you can have that disagreement and you can have that conversation and not be at each other's throats about it. Like we see a lot in, I mean, if you think it's bad in politics, Tell somebody what your favorite Star Wars movie is and it's not Empire Strikes Back and see what happens. Just post that on social media. I'm not Empire Strikes Back. I'm Rogue One, but Empire's number two for me. And I know that's such a controversial thing to say, uh, but don't kick me off the podcast quite yet. No, but that's that's the, that's the point. It's, it's fine. It's perfectly okay. I mean, if if uh, if Episode Nine is your favorite, that's it's perfectly fine. Um, is it? It's it's one hundred percent okay. Um, I like I, I may disagree, uh, but that's fine. You're still a Star Wars fan. The gatekeeping, all of that. We were against. Uh, we are against every little bit of it. Um, and also the idea that people hate watch something. You know, I guarantee you that Adam would have loved She Hulk just wrapped, and he would have loved every minute of it. Because it was campy and stupid and funny, but he would all we would also be talking to each other about like while he was while each of us was working, we'd be on the phone ranting about like why the hell do people not get it that it's just a comedy show, right? Uh, if you don't like it, it's simple. I mean, you're literally paying a monthly subscription to Disney Plus. To watch something that you absolutely hate. It doesn't make sense. And I think, like Louis C.K. says, like, it's not my favorite way. And I think that about a lot of things in life. Adam mm-hmm. and I used to say that all the time. You know, they want it to be, you know, exactly how the comic book was or exactly what they imagined it to be, and it's not. And uh, to those people, I will also quote Louis C.K. and say, make your own then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've said that so many times. Like, hey, if you don't like... Uh, a specific game and how it's turning out, make your own. You know, my criticisms for video games and pop culture stay within the it's not my it's not my favorite, so I may abstain from watching it, or you didn't deliver what you promised and you've charged me money for it. So like in gaming, like there are games out there that say, hey, it's gonna launch with A, B, C, D, E. And it didn't. Um, so then there you go. That's a complaint. 
But a game that comes out and it just has a plot line that you just, yeah, I don't like it. Then just say you don't like it. Don't suddenly start harassing the developer and all this other crap. Um, I think that kind of touches on one of the... Uh, one of the big things I miss is just being able to have those rants um, outside of the show, but just on the day to day, Monday through Friday, getting on the phone and just saying, can you believe what these assholes are doing now? Um, sharing social media posts that we've seen and going, all right, should we talk about this on the show? Should we? Um, oh, this is trending. All right, let's let's uh, let's skewer this. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of bittersweet to keep that part of it going, but, um, I'm hoping that I can inject as much of his, um, his soul into it. Yeah. I think that, uh, Adam would want you to continue on with it. Um, I know it was a passion project. He would actually be pissed that it took me this long. He'd be like, well, what What the fuck? Why haven't you done an episode? It's going stale. I can hear him. I can hear it. I can hear his voice in the back of my head right now. Yeah, the uh, the podcast was always forefront in his mind, so I'd agree with that. I think that he was, you know, he's right now thinking, finally, <laughs> finally. Yeah. Um, like, what took you so long to record? Why haven't, like, you have all this stuff. You keep writing stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, and for me, it took steps. Uh, I had to... Uh, first relaunch the uh, the website because I think it's easier to write it. Than, so if you go to like endofaspecies.com right now is live and has a few stories that are just my thoughts on things. Um, but getting to this point was incredibly difficult. And, you know, although I hear his voice in the back of my head, um, it still makes it hard to just even hit the record button and think of what to say. Um, normally, I'm. If you're listening, you're, you'll probably know. Compared to what um, my my thought process is in previous episodes, it's it's really difficult even to formulate sentences here, just because I'm talking about this and it seems surreal. So, um, so yeah. That's that's about it. Um, since the show is undergoing a transformation, and I'm kind of thinking about what we're gonna do with what I call like the classics, like the the original. I think it's forty-one episodes. Um, what was your favorite episode? Oh, um, far and away, your Galaxy's Edge episode. Um, I got to be there with him, um, you know, through that experience, and it was fantastic. And if there's, um, you know, just there's nothing like being there um, and experiencing it with somebody that's just a pure fan like that. Um, I imagine that your experience will be very similar when you go, but it'll probably have a little bit of, like, bittersweet to it. Mm -hmm. Um, If there was ever an episode that I wish that I could have heard, it would have been, you know, Part two, Jeff and Adam take on the galaxy. Like, I think you guys would have, like, enjoyed it so much together. But um, that was definitely my favorite episode, just the joy that was in there. Um, you know, some of the experiences. I got a couple of nice little shout-outs in there, too. Um, oh, yeah. You know, for getting boarding group two and, like, for all the, the research and whatnot. But just 
you know, that stuff aside, that stuff wasn't really very important. The things that were important to me was just the the joy um, that he had going through that episode. And then, like, coming on the podcast with you and sharing, like, the relics and things that he bought back from it. I think that's, you know, one of my very favorite episodes. It's actually an episode I, you know, have listened to since he's passed and fallen asleep to just because it's very comforting. Um, I remember him coming to my house, like, directly after and bringing a slew of lightsabers and, and kyber crystals and and the holocron and I'm just like damn we're like 12 year olds cuz we it was literally like it took me back to like elementary school bringing the toys over to your friend's house and like oh damn it does that that's all that's awesome um he was talking about bringing that stuff over while we were buying it like, while we were in the park, I can't wait to show this to Jeff. I can't wait to bring this back and show it to Jeff. Mm-hmm. And he um, the, he actually got me a red kyber crystal um, that's still on my mantle. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, we'll call it a mantle. It's still on my mantle over my fireplace. And um, at the time, I said, I won't open it because every... I think there's a chance that you could get a dark crystal in him. And so I was like, I'm not going to open it until I get my own lightsaber. And he's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) He was so hopeful that you had a dark crystal in there. And so we opened it and it was a red crystal, but even still, it's still, you know, it was still awesome just to have it, you know, just to, to have it there. Um, Yeah. The, the absolute unfettered joy um, over that episode was was great for me. Um, I enjoyed recording the Tile Saga because I know it was kind of a catharsis to let that all out. Um, and really, because I think about that as I see, you know, you've had a lot of experiences yourself over the past year with various vendors going to your house and doing. Not as bad a job as the tile people, but pretty close, I would say. Almost like they're in a competition to do simple things badly. And we always reference that. And, you know, we always think like, hey, when we when I do reboot this podcast, maybe we'll do an episode on, you know, now we have the paint saga and the uh, roof saga and all this other stuff. Yeah, the roof, the roof, the roof is not on fire, but it's definitely not in good shape. No, and so I think about that just because that was a, I know in addition to the creativity, that was an outlet for um, Adam to, and for both of us, like, you know, we did a whole episode on why it is that we say, fuck GameStop, that's twice, that's twice this episode that I've said that, Um, in every episode, and point by point, the, um, the difference between a regular place that you go to shop and what GameStop was. And so it it just felt good to be able to put that in audio and say, this is why. Um, Although I think there's some level of like disappointment in the fact that I even hate to say it, but I think that place is starting to get good. Um, It's weird. Um, but yeah, so maybe that's what Adam's doing with his afterlife. Yeah, haunting <laughs> the CEO writing. of GameStop and saying, "Listen, stop fucking around." Writing the wrongs of the world. You know, 
that's funny. Quantum Leap Adam is probably a great thought. Um, so on that note, um, do you have any anything to um, anything that you want to leave us with with regard to Adam? Sure. So, uh, other than wanting to like find which part of the multiverse he's in and meeting up with him, uh, <laughs> since we're talking in that realm, um, I do want to say, you know, End of a Species was an outlet for Adam in a lot of ways. You know, it was an outlet for him to give you all a view of the world through his lens. Um, you know, a unique view, and I think just an incredible view uh, of where he was coming from, and your view as well, Jeff. Um, it was a creative outlet to like hone in on his public speaking skills, and I say that because. Adam had aspirations and had started working towards becoming a voice actor. Um, and this was a great opportunity for him to spend some time on the air and, um, you know, really work on those skills and strengthen that muscle. And I think he really loved this for that. And then uh, most of all, it was an outlet for him to just spend time with you, his best friend, you know, speaking passionately about the things that you guys really cared about and then debating and ranting about the things that you guys didn't. And just because I feel like I need to put it in there. Fuck GameStop. <laughs> um, you know, I think that uh, Adam bought me into a lot of different worlds that I don't think I ever would have been a part of. He, uh, you know, I, just as an example, I don't think I ever would have played D&D &D or uh, saw myself Disney bounding as, you know, someone from the Star Wars universe or, uh, you know, Mary Poppins and Bert. But I will tell you right now, I loved every bit of everything he introduced me to. If I could run back to that world, I absolutely would. Um, and today I kind of feel like, you know, this is one more thing. He kind of put me into the podcast in his own way. I know it was you, but I think it was like him through you, uh, you know, and uh, I know I can't ever fill his shoes. Um, you know, there's no way I could ever describe him fully and like do him justice, but uh, he was a really wonderful person and uh, you are absolutely his best friend. You know, you hear and see those like great friendships of all time on TV, like JD and Turk or um, Troy and Abed or Sean and Gus. Um, and uh, you know, that was you guys. You guys had a friendship that just was like unmatched. And I think that, uh, you know, you guys shared a lot of the same interests. You respected each other's mindsets and point of view when you guys didn't agree. And um, you know, that was really apparent in life and getting to know you guys over the years, but also really apparent on this podcast. So uh, I'm very thankful every day that you guys did this together. And I think he was too. I think he really loved it. Thank you so much for that. Um, well, I can't really add much to that. Um, I think I think that pretty much wraps it up in a bow. Um, I will say from the voice acting his impression of an employee at I think it was GameStop yeah his impression of that employee was my favorite of all time and with that I will bid you guys adieu um, look forward to more episodes on this podcast like share and subscribe and all those things and uh, yeah, I'll see you next time Thanks for letting me talk about him a little bit, and thanks for having me on, Jeff, and uh, may the force be with you. So, welcome to our show. Get that deep radio voice. We going. got <laughs> kind of launched off pretty quick. But, like, by the time I heard of it, there's already, like, six, and I'm like, oh, when did this start? And I'm like, oh, it started a year and a half ago, and we got six games out now. And I'm like, how? They can't be any good. <laughs> Stop pissing people off, and then, like, come people will come in and buy stuff. And I'm like, if you've got... <laughs> Over 15 years of graphics and processing <laughs> over on a game, 
Like, you innately should look better. And if you don't, by a large margin, then you, then you done fucked up somewhere. But oh my god, it's so worth it. <laughs> this, this ride, first of all, walking into Galaxy's Edge at Rope Drop at crack of dawn in the morning. Like, the sun is just coming up. It's still, like, hazy out. And you're walking in and you're hearing sounds and you're seeing... X-Wings and, and A-Wings parked on the side, like, you know, with pilots and stuff flying around. Because the them galaxy whatever. doesn't sleep. That, the galaxy doesn't sleep. You know, they're fighting a war out there. And it's not only, like, this amazing kind of thing to do, but, like, you're it's, it's a religious experience, to, for a lack of a better... Like, it's like going on a pilgrimage to a holy site. <laughs> it's the, only, the best thing I can really describe it as. Great. Thanks for the update. Appreciate it. Whatever. Go back to smelling your secretary's panties or whatever the fuck it is that you're doing. <laughs> like, don't write emails. <laughs> um, useless. I'm sure your your foster parents tell you that. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, use wow. your. Wow. And right. the thing that they did in Miracle on 34th Street, where Santa was sending them to other places where they were selling cheaper, but like that increased brand brand loyalty and stuff. Something like well <laughs> for your PS4 and all of your games, we will give you. $62. One <laughs> quarter portion. Yeah. It was worth three quarter portions last time. Well, it's today now. Unkar, yeah, Unkar Plot is the head CEO <laughs> of GameStop. You customized it to your own thing. Like, you didn't go on an epic quest to yeah. forge it in the heart of a dying volcano and, like, with the power of, like, a god that's infused to it while it was solidifying. You know, like, you didn't, you didn't go on that thing to make Stormbreaker. You know, yeah, and then I, like you know, your tree friend helped make the handle. <laughs> <laughs> we hit bacon and the internet, and we topped out. Peace out, and may the force be with you.